You're listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast, a podcast all about noteworthy night owls. Join us each episode as we highlight WGU alumni and share ways to help you stay engaged. Here now is the WGU Alumni Podcast. Welcome to the WGU Alumni Podcast. We're glad that you're tuning in today. My name is Jeff Burton, and I'm joined by co-host Sarah Van Winkle. Hello, Sarah. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing today? Doing well. It's great to get back together again. Yeah, it's great to be back together recording another podcast. I think it's probably one of our favorite uh, parts of our job. (laughs) Absolutely. This is great. And it's March 2021. Sarah, you and I were in the office for a a planning meeting the other day. And for those of you that don't know, we've been working remotely over the past year. And Sarah, that was kind of bizarre, was it not, to return back to the office after about a year of being out? It was definitely weird, Jeff, but I want to first mention that we were wearing masks the entire time and yeah. we were socially sent, uh, but it was it was definitely strange to be back in the office. There's a few folks working, kind of a ghost town at, at our national office here in Salt Lake City, but it was nice to be back in the office. But it was also weird because I think I remember mentioning to you, Jeff, that my calendars in my office were all set to March of 2020. So it was really weird because it just feels like a year has gone by and nothing changed in my office. So strange. It has been wild, Sarah. And as I shared on a Teams meeting uh, just last week, uh, obviously the entire team, all of our graduates, I mean, all of us, those listening to this podcast, we've all been through a lot over the last year. But I made the comment on that meeting last week that we're stronger because of it. Like, I think we've learned a lot. I think we're better people. I think we're stronger in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't want to speak for for anyone else, but for me personally, you know, I've definitely grown over this last year and have just learned so much about who I am as a person. And, you know, I'd like to think I'm super resilient, but this has been a tough year for a lot of folks. I really want to give our entire team, Jeff, a shout out. I feel like we've gotten closer as a team. We've come together. You know, the only times we've really seen each other is when we've had our commencement weekends, which are virtual right now. But we come together in the studio, all socially distant, wearing masks, the whole thing. But that's the only time we've really gotten to see each other. And it's it's almost been like many homecomings for us and reunions where we can actually spend some time together. We've learned a lot about each other. We've had a lot of fun team games, get to know each other games. So for at least that part of it, that's been good. Uh, but yeah, we've definitely all been through some really tough stuff this year. And I just want to give all of our graduates who have kept at it, who didn't give up, you know, kudos to you. It, it's it's tough anytime to go back to school with, you know, kids and spouses and partners and, and other obligations. But to do that on top of a pandemic, I, I tip my hat to all of you. Yeah, so true. And uh, Sarah, another thing that we want to highlight here, it being the month of March, Across the university and certainly across our team at Alumni and Commencement, we have really enjoyed celebrating Women's History Month. Yes. And, you know, we've got um, nearly 70% of our graduates are women. And I don't know if that's known widely, but it should be. To me, that's a really cool statistic. And, you know, a little bit closer to home on our team, we have several women who are just, you know, showing up every day and doing their thing and really working hard for our graduates. Uh, coming up with new perks and benefits and, you know, working on virtual commencement and, you know, working to get back to in-person commencement as well. We've got Elizabeth who runs our commencement team and she and her team are doing a fantastic job. And of course, you've got some fantastic ladies on your team, Jeff. Yeah, I agree with you. They're all doing amazing work and supporting our graduates. And so it's been fun to to really celebrate um, this month. Uh, we shouldn't just celebrate it, right, right? Just the month of March, but... Right. 
It does give us a moment, though, to pause and just kind of share success stories and people that inspire us and things like that. And Sarah, today on the podcast, we've got an excellent interview with somebody who I think is really the epitome of a woman doing amazing things, Winnie, who's a graduate from the College of IT. Yes, and her story is amazing, as you said, Jeff, and it's so fitting for Women's History Month as she really is making a difference for underprivileged women in her home country. That's exactly right, Sarah, and it's always great to see our students using their WGU capstone projects to make a difference in the world, and quite literally, that is what uh, Winnie has done, and so I'm excited to kick off this interview. I think you'll be inspired as our audience, so what do you say we get started? Let's do it. No matter where you live in the world, education has a transformative power to improve lives. That is the belief held by recent graduate Winnie Abelor, who completed her bachelor's degree in business IT management. Originally from DRC Congo, Winnie has seen her fair share of tragic events. Her family was forced to flee to the United States as refugees after her father, who was an activist, was fighting for change and had to leave when the new president came into power. Winnie wasn't allowed to return to the Congo until she became a U.S. citizen. Since becoming U.S. citizens, the entire family has been working toward their education to better themselves, learning as much as they can and developing skills they plan to eventually take back to the Congo. Since pursuing her degree at WGU, Winnie has worked full-time while being a wife and mother to four young children, the youngest of which was born while she enrolled. Winnie has been a dedicated student, continuing to inspire others as she persevered through challenges, all in an effort to help her family and help her country that she deeply loves. In February, she re-enrolled at WGU, this time in the MBA program. Welcome, Winnie, to the Alumni Podcast. Hi, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It's an honor to be here. Well, we're glad to have you on, and we look forward to hearing more about all that you are accomplishing. But first, we always like to ask, What is the best thing about where you live? So what do you like most about Dallas, Texas? They say everything is big in Texas, and Texans have the biggest heart. That's one thing I love about Dallas. And also the weather, never mind the part that you heard about the winter storm. The weather is beautiful. I'm I'm glad to hear that. So you guys made it through the winter storm okay then, I take it? Yes, it was a little rough, but we made it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, Now, I understand you've lived in the United States for about 20 years now. You became a U.S. citizen back in 2017. Did you experience any culture shock when arriving here? Was it what you expected it would be? Back in the Congo, my father worked for the U.S. Embassy, and he made sure that we had a decent life similar to someone that will uh, live here. But as we arrived, uh, most things were different from the weather and learning how to speak English. We usually speak French in the Congo. Between all my siblings, I had a bit of a hard time integrating at first. But once I was uh, into it, um, I picked up really quickly and we all caught on fairly quickly. That is great. So what do you miss most about the Congo? What I miss most about the Congo, I would say, will be my family. My uncles and and cousins are still there. Uh, We still keep in touch uh, through social media, but I sure do miss them and the food as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the food. What's the best food that you like to eat there? They call it pondu, 
Pondus really good. It's Pondu. cassava leaf. Um, it's it's really delicious. Okay, all right, very cool. I'll I'll have to give that a try sometime. Now, <laughs> yeah. ha have you gone back to the Congo? Because of our status, I did not go back to the Congo, but I am planning. Since I had my citizenship, I'm planning to go back uh, this year, actually, in September. That is excellent. I'm sure you'll enjoy going back there. Now, Winnie, I wanted to ask you um, about your WGU experience. Uh, first off, congratulations on graduating. I understand you graduated last year. Is that right? Yes. Yes, I did. Thank you so much. Now, I understand that you had a very meaningful and personal capstone. Uh, do you mind sharing a little bit more about that? Yes, definitely. As I was completing my capstone, the last uh, paper that I had to do was a business plan. And as I was creating the business plan, I had the idea to create a business that will run in the Congo. And that business will be a trade school with a consulting company that will provide young young lady between the age of 20 to 25 with an eight-week training in different IT and business field. Once they complete the six to eight weeks, we will find them um, a placement to the workforce. And this is in hope to empower our young women and also build a strong middle-class uh, society for the Congo economy. Well well, that is so good to hear. And I'm, you know, so cool that your capstone you're able to use. And so when you go back in September, is that what you're going to be working on? Yes, I have a few people on that who are already there and they're working with me on, on this project. That is so awesome to hear. I can tell you're super passionate about this project. Why is it so important to you? Yes, I'm very passionate about this project just because in the Congo, women don't really have a strong voice. I just want to be able to uh, to give some women a voice to change their mindset. Um, as a young girl in the Congo, we are thought to um, get married. We, we are thought to have children. And if you follow a higher education, you are looked down upon. And everybody is wondering, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have children? Instead of congratulating the women for doing great in uh, following the career. I love to hear about your commitment to helping women, particularly those who are underserved uh, back in Congo. So, Winnie, who inspires you to do what you do? First, I will say my husband. We've been married. Uh, this year will be our 10th year anniversary. His work ethics and kindness is just beyond this world. So I've learned a lot from him. And the two other people will be my mom's best friends. They're all in the Congo. One is my godmother. These women uh, are great business women, and they do a lot. They are into a lot of NGO um, organization. They also work with the UNICEF to bring food to the, the less privileged and to um, help as many people as they can. Oh, that is so cool. So Winnie, what would you like to see changed about the standard of living for women in the Congo today? The changes that I would like to see in the Congo for young women or the next generation will be a change of mindset, uh, both in, with the young women and with the men in the Congo. Um, I would really like to see women having a voice, um, more women in the workforce, more women pursuing the career. Hopefully, this movement will be strong enough to trickle down to the younger generations. 
Now, I want to ask you, how has your education provided you with the opportunity to lead? Each course that I took revealed a lot about myself and my uh, leadership skills. One way was by taking the Clifton Strength Assessment. By doing that, I also found out that I was a transformational leader, which um, was a great starting point of growth in my life. Definitely, WGU changed my life. Well, and obviously, you're going to be a leader uh, as you return home. And I wanted to ask you, how do you think the skills and knowledge you will teach will transform the lives of those that you are serving? We are looking for, for women who are less privileged, who are not able to, to afford going to school and having the opportunity to learn for free and having a company that would care enough to place them into the workforce for them to be able to provide for their family, for their children, perhaps. Um, I think it will change many lives. Yeah, I love that. No, no doubt that will be the case. Winnie, as I said, you've earned one degree from WGU and you're currently uh, pursuing a second in the IT field. I I'm curious what attracted you to the IT field in the first place? So as cliche as it may sound, um, I really wanted to know what goes on behind the scene when a computer works. Um, a few of my friends um, were employees at Cisco and what they did, they created a free class uh, to teach networking. And I joined the class and once I was done, I went to take my first IT certification, which was a Cisco CCNA and the rest, and I'm here. Um, earning more certification and going through school. I assume, Winnie, that there's not a lot of women in IT uh, back in your home country. Is that right? That's right. And that's what we're trying to change. Well, I, I love that. So next, I wanted to ask you, if you could go back in time, what is one thing that you would have told your younger self about what it takes to succeed in the industry? Three things. Consistency works magic. Find what I'm passionate about, it, about and be consistent. Stay consistent. The second thing will be stay dedicated. And this dedication will make sure that I put a lot more work to what I am doing. And the last thing will be curiosity. They always say curiosity kills the cat. <laughs> we're not cats. We're humans. <laughs> And one thing, we always have to stay curious. Um, those are the things that I would tell my younger self. Really good advice, whether that's for your younger self or for uh, all of our listeners, to be consistent, to be dedicated, and to uh, be curious. I, I love that. Love hearing that. What's next for you? You said you're traveling back to your home country in September, but are you involved in any other special projects? Beside the current project I intend to complete in the Congo, I have decided to complete my MBA, of course, which you mentioned earlier, within the first term. And after that, I'm getting my second master's in data science for machine learning and business analytics at SMU, which is a big league school. And they were very impressed with how we complete our degrees at WGU. They just started their first online degree a couple years ago. They are impressed on how 
uh, students in WGU uh, stay dedicated and and complete their uh, their degrees. Some complete it in in one term, and some accelerate really fast. But I'm honored to be part of the SMU program as well. Um, I know it will not be easy, but I'm sure it will be worth it at the end. I'm super impressed. I think you're practicing what you're preaching. You understand the power of uh, education and the skills that can be obtained that way. And not only are you going to teach people that, you are, so you've gotten one degree, one bachelor's degree, you're just about to complete a, a master's degree at WGU, and then it sounds like you're going for a third. So any long-term plans after that, or do you think you'll stop after the third degree? I think I'm going to stop at the third degree, but my husband does not believe me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Oh, I will stop after the third one. <laughs> well, I, I love it. And I, I just want to ask, because I'm curious, you're super busy. And obviously, to continue doing this school on top of the work that you're doing, on top of the side project that you've got, how do you balance it all with the kids, with your husband, with the work that you're doing in the school? What tips would you give about balance? To have time management. That's the only way I was able to complete my first degree. And that's the only way I'm able to complete the second one within six months. And I'm on track for that. Um, and what keeps me going is my children. I want them to look at the mother and say that the mother were able to do it. And for them to keep going because they saw how their mother was studying. My children are looking at me right now studying. They know how hard I've pushed. So seeing that will keep them going. And the other thing will be, since I know that I will be serving somebody one day, I think about what my service will bring to somebody's life. Somebody right now is waiting for me to complete my degree, to complete what I'm doing so that they can have a better life tomorrow. Um, those are my motivation to keep going. Well, very cool. And Winnie, we appreciate you for sharing your story and for sharing the things that you're involved in. I wanted to ask you what you enjoy most about WGU. Uh, it obviously sounded like a good experience if you came back for a second degree. What, what worked so well for you? We learned what will we use in the workforce. And being able to accelerate is also a great part. Once I was done with my bachelor, I enrolled to become a student uh, mentor and an ambassador. So I am giving back to WGU. It was a great experience. Thank you for saying that. We'd love to hear that. So, Winnie, as we conclude this interview, we'd like to give you the last word. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. This is a great opportunity uh, to put myself out there. Um, and for anyone that is going through the school, keep pushing, keep going. The end is always greater than the beginning. Good luck to everyone. Thank you again, Jeff, for having me. Well, thank you, Winnie. Thank you for listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast. To learn more about WGU alumni and commencement, visit wgu.edu slash alumni. To learn more about anything you heard on this episode or to hear past episodes, visit wgu.edu slash podcast. This podcast was produced by the WGU Alumni Relations Department. Special thanks to producer Bethany Tucker from the WGU Production Studio. And thank you to our WGU Alumni Network now more than 200,000 strong and growing.